Hey guys, welcome back. Thrive Ministry, Slinging Stones Podcast. Here we are. We are back. It's a Monday night. It's a Monday. It's a Monday night. The so, Monday before Thanksgiving. So, it, yeah, it is. I can already feel uh, naps. I can already feel full. I'm already preparing myself for the food that I plan to intake. You're fasting? Yes. <laughs> so, all right. So we got some we got some pretty big things happening. I mean, our world is kind of changing. I mean, we are we're moving. Other than Thanksgiving food? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Luke's been down with the flu, so Dude, it's been. He's so known rough. nothing of the outside world in the past weeks. <laughs> this so. is the second day in the last five that I have managed to stay out of bed beyond five forty-five in the evening. Yeah, so um, you know, when when I talked to him uh, earlier, I was like, "Man, let's we we ha- we usually go to a Bible study on Monday nights that starts in about ten minutes." Sorry, Brent. Sorry, Brent. Uh, we apologize, but I, I suggested, "Hey, let's record." And so that's what we're doing. Sandy's fault. Um, it is my fault. I'll take full and utter blame for that. So um, the one thing that we do want to kind of uh, tell you about is we have purchased our domain, which means we have we 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 own rights to a name. Um, so it is going to change a little bit. You know, we were, we were focused really on the thrive evangelistic ministry, but now it is going to be the thrive ministry. Um, and it still is going to be the same. Our goal, our purpose, our, 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 the, the point that we're driving to is still the same to, to glorify God and to present the gospel to whoever wants to hear it and to, um, do exactly what we're doing right now through podcast. Um, and through speaking engagements. But um, the other cool thing is we have, um, you know, we've got a new form of contact. So you can reach me at Andy at thethriveministry.com or you can reach Luke at Luke at thethriveministry.com. Dude, I feel so official right now. But, but ultimately, Luke has to activate the freaking things. <laughs> so I've been begging you for like four days, man. Um, that's that's little bit blah procrastination. I mean, dude, I've been sick. Mm. I mean, you and your toys. Yes. Yeah, so, um, and then just just for just for fun, we have um, you know, our buddy our buddy Jeff um, Mitsubishi. Uh, we had to get a sound bite for him, you know, when we talk about him. The eclipse. And so this is the eclipse. So anytime we talk about Mitsubishi, we are going to have this. As for Andy, he spent that break hunkered in the shade. And the only reason I'm in the shade is because Jeff's blocking the sun. I mean. You know, and, you know, and then we got, you know, our wonderful lawnmower man, and we can't pass him up, and he's got to have one too. So you got, you know, the large man and the lawnmower man, and the lawnmower man, you know, it's pretty simple. You got a lawnmower, just mowing, just doing what you got to do, you know. So that's big stuff. These are big things. Look, I got another sound by here. I mean, this is all big stuff. But you know, the great thing about that soundboard is we discovered that you can play two at once. So now oh. when we say Mitsubishi and the lawnmower man. As for Andy, he's been very confident. 
See, it's 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 so much fun when you get toys and and then you start learning how to utilize them. I have had this thing open in my office and just I've been playing on it. Like my wife got so mad at me the other night because I had the headphones in and I'm 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 scrolling through sound bites and I'm trying to find these little bits of sound just to just to program into here. And she's talking. She's talking away. And I finally look over and she's talking. And I'm like, I took a headphone off. I said, What are you talking to me? And oh, she just glared at me. And I was like, Look, I'm sorry, but this is more interesting. <laughs> so, but you know, in, in all in all reality and fairness, isn't that the life of a man though? You know, we're talking away to our our lady and she's like, Yeah, I'm sorry, were you speaking? <laughs> yeah. So um but you know, it's just it's really cool that that we get the opportunity to um, we get the opportunity to be, you know, have this chance to gather these, you know, resources and be able to, you know, we have some fun, but also, you know, we get serious and, you know, um, you know, we get down to business and presenting the gospel and presenting what God's word has to say. Um, so some big news, you know, um, with Luke out being the Luke out with the flu, um, me and me and Mitsubishi, we got a chance As for to go to a men's event. Break, huh? So I got to sit in the shade the entire time. So we got to go to Cultivate Men um, last Sunday night. Yeah, I was going to ask you how'd that go because I was in the you know the throes of near death. So uh, man, dude, just worship was on fire. It was awesome. Uh, the word was great. Uh, Pastor Brandon Doss, he brought the word. And it was great food. It was barbecue. Um, there was some, but there was some uh, pasta salad. No, 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 coleslaw. That was good. It was real good. I mean, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever met a coleslaw <laughs> that I could qualify as good. It's like shredded grass with mayonnaise. So you know, and. We had a good time, met a whole bunch of guys, got to hang out with our old buddy Sanchez Tannehill, um, and it was just a lot of fun. We we really enjoyed um, just hanging out with a bunch of guys. We, you know, worshiped, praised, and listened to the word, and then, you know, they gave away some prizes, you know, some door prizes, um, and it was, it was a really good time. Uh, I think I bought a shirt. I did buy a shirt. You didn't win anything this I time? I didn't win anything. Um, Mitsubishi did, though. Mitsubishi did, though. So he's going to have the whole golf course in shade. So <laughs> every ball, nobody, if when he's on the course, nobody's ball will go towards the hole because he has a gravity field. Gravitational pull. I mean, they'll, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just leave it right there. So, so we, we had that, we had that experience last Sunday night and it was <clears throat> great. It was an awesome time. Uh, blessed to be, um, to see and be a part of what those guys are doing. And then we get to, um, we get to, uh, you know, this week has just been, or last week was just hectic. You were sick, so that was kind of unfortunate. I was convinced I was going to die. <laughs> well, most men do have that problem when they get sick. I mean, you know, walk around, bones hanging out of the outside of your skin. <laughs> my wife's like, put your bones back inside your body. And I'm okay with that, but so, <laughs> the flu and I'm just... Going and dig the hole, man. But but <clears throat> this week was a really cool chance to reflect on, you know, where we've been, what we've been doing this year, and then what is to come. Um, and that's what I've been doing. Um, 
you know, I've talked to you in, in, in length about it, but when we, you know, we sit there and we've thought about, and we've talked about, you know, what the future is, you know, and we've got, you know, we're, we're going to be introducing some things, some opportunities. And, um, you know, the first step was getting that domain purchased, getting ourselves on the path there and then start working towards, um, what, you know, we want to do for next year. And that's kind of segueing into what we've got for next year. So we are going to start doing some phone interviews. Um, we've got the ability to pot people in now. And so that will be, uh, a lot of fun. It'll give us the opportunity. Phone interviews usually are an easy way for someone to get on for 20 minutes and be done with it. And it, doesn't require them to travel. It doesn't require them to really take much time, but it does give us the opportunity to give you a chance to hear from somebody in the men's ministry area, in the in the ministry area, and promote what they're doing. Right, and more importantly, someone that's not either mm-hmm. one of us. That's right. So they don't have to listen to us. Right. Um, but one of the cool thing, one of the cool things that we've got coming up is, um, is we've got. Um, a event coming up in February. February. Um, so this event is the Survival Conference, Survivor Conference, um, brought to you by the men of South Shelby, the Moss Ministry, um, ministry that's very close and very dear to Luke and I. Um, so we, uh, you know, I used to run it. I was I let it and then uh, handed it down to come and pursue this, and so our the new leader of the Moss Ministry, Dean, he has came up with this conference. Uh, more details are to come, but February eighteenth, um, from like six to eight, ain't it? That's something like that. Six to eight, we'll 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 firm down details. But um, you've got um, a great pastor and Terry Swain. He's yes. gonna be he's gonna be uh, preaching the main pre t- uh, speaker, but um, yours truly thrive thrive ministry. Um, we will be on the stage before that. Um, I, I think we've got twenty minutes, and they said don't suck. That was the main thing that I got from it was don't suck, don't suck. So it's like whatever you do, don't suck. So that'll be a um. um so that'll be a lot of fun. We are going to be, um, you know, we're going to, we're excited. We're really jacked up to be a part of this. Um, we're really excited and blessed and honored that we were thought of to be a part of it. Um, but also there's, you know, other opportunities abound. So um, we're really excited. A new year brings a whole litany of opportunities. So I thought that our, you know, our going price of five hundred thousand or best offer was good. <laughs> yeah, we got the OBO on that one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just happy to be speaking at it. How about a How about a package of powdered donuts? That's right. So we said yes. Pat on the back. It's like, it's like no, you're you're kidding. You're really going to give us something like that? I'm just happy that you want me no, there. No, no, we. Uh, I mean, I, seriously, I'm really just happy to be there. So, and and like we said, you know, we've said it over and over again. We are not in it to make money we are not in it to do anything but glorify god so if we go somewhere for free you know we're there that's my favorite price on anything is free 99 free 99 so um so a lot of fun a lot of stuff coming up um just be on the lookout uh we're gonna kind of have a plan in action um to 
to tackle the new year with Facebook, with a lot more Facebook interacting interactions. Um, hopefully a website will be down the line and coming around. Um, but the ultimate goal is um, for us to grow as a ministry. And that's the that's that's been my goal since day one, to not sit stagnant, to constantly be moving and constantly be looking for opportunities um, to glorify God and, and, and roads and paths we can take to make that happen. Hire people of equal or lesser value. What, what are we doing? Hire people of equal or lesser value. Look, 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 I can't hire nobody. Exactly. That's my point. That's the uh. lesser part. <laughs> <laughs> See where I'm going? We broke. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. It's um, like I bought a bag of chips and that wiped <laughs> out the uh, petty cash fund. Yeah. Uh, what's your budget? I don't know. <laughs> Let me see how much I can dig out from under my seat. Yeah. So, um, but there is um, there is a lot of cool stuff. Just I will say that for two dudes that are broke and doing this, we're blessed in it. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we are. I mean, look. I mean, we've got this cool little board here. Yeah, um, that's awesome. I mean, I, I I don't know what else to think about it. I'm I'm so jacked up about that. Um. I, I just, you know, it is what it is. I've been considering going to Five Below and, you know, splurging on some new headphones. I get you some pink ones. I would wear it. <laughs> it would go. It would go on my face for podcasting. Yeah, yeah. I was just sitting here when you said that. I was trying to imagine trying to sit across the table from you with a straight face with some pink unicorn headphones on. Or the ones with the ears. That I, Dude, that would be so hard. The cat ears? Yeah. that. Would, <laughs> <laughs> just so. you say, what do you think about that, meow? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. We are we are getting way off topic. But, no, we are, we are excited to be here. We're excited to be back. Um, this is, I mean, we are, we are getting um, close to Thanksgiving, and we are extremely happy that – um, that we've been able to continue this. Um, Thanksgiving is a time to, a lot of people think it's time for Macy's Day parades and football and all these things. And, and you know, our pastor said it best about, you know, being thankful for stuff in our lives. And, you know, do we often, do we often forget to look around at our family and our houses and our cats and dogs and, and the, you know, and we're, we're not thankful for everything. It may not be a good situation. Um, it may not be a great situation, or it may be an absolutely awesome situation. But the thankfulness still needs to be had. Oh, yeah. um, you know, and you, you thank God every day for, you know, your family. I'm, I'm excited to, um, you know, I'm blessed to just get around and be, you know, around, you know, my wife's family and then my family. So it's um it's going to be uh it's going to be a good time, but. If you if you are thinking, you know that Thanksgiving is a time of, you know, sorrow and depression, and you struggle with these holidays and everything, please, 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 do not hesitate to reach out and try to get someone's attention. Um, you know, uh, hey, I'm hurting, I'm hurting, I'm hurting, because you know, y- you know, there's a lot of distractions right now. A lot of people are focused on just trying to get holidays done. So there's so many things. So. Um, don't get, don't let the season get you down. Have someone there for accountability, for emotional, spiritual support, and someone that can lift you up in prayer and lift you up, you know, in guidance as well. Well, man, I don't know 
with what you just brought up, if if we'll even have time to get to our text tonight, because that is really, in all seriousness, a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. Yeah, you know, you know, because you're one you're one of my best friends in this world. Um, oh man, both I, of, I wish I had a soundbite for that. Both of my parents are gone, going to be with Jesus. Yeah. Well, I know my mom is. I hope that my dad is. Um, and I'm adopted. So when my father passed away, a lot of his family found out through reasons and ways that I'm not going to go into because I'm not going to give the enemy the glory that, uh, that I was adopted. And I was sitting in the front row of the the funeral home with the pallbearers and I could hear people talking about me behind me. Mm. And these people who had been my family for 40 years abandoned me, quit having anything to do with me. You know, people that, that had helped raise me and poured into me and that, that I really looked up to. Um, and as much as I hate to say it, a couple of them are actually ministers, licensed, ordained, stand behind the pulpit every Sunday in a church, a couple of little churches in uh, Linden, Tennessee, and preach the gospel. They were some of the main ones who quit having anything to do with me. That told me that nothing was more important than family except blood. So then when my mom passed away, you know, Thanksgiving and the holiday seasons in general were really, really, really important to my mom. Mm. And I always looked forward to her Christmas goodies and, and her Thanksgiving dinner because, you know, I don't care how many moms there are in the world. Everybody tell you nobody fixes something like mom did. Yeah. And, you know, here I am, her, all of her family was go- is, is gone. And she passes away, and, you know, I, I just thought I was alone. I, I just thought I was absolutely alone in the world. And the first set of holidays that I spent without my worldly family would have been unbearable had it have not been for my church family. Yeah. And, you know, and through God's divine intervention, and that's all it could be is divine intervention because I was in a very salty place in my life. He led me to my wife right before those holidays, and her family just took me in. And God love them. They love me just like I'm one of them. Even though I stick out like, you know, like a, a, a sore thumb, like a lump of coal, laying in a field of white snow, I stick out in their family because, you know, I'm just, I was raised differently, but they're just, they're a godly family. I mean, they really are. My father-in-law is uh, the patriarch of the family. He leads his family. Um, His brother is another stellar example of a godly man and what it is to lead a godly home. And without this support group, even today, the holidays, if, if I were spending them alone, they would be rough. Yeah. I mean, they would be absolutely rough. But one thing that I've learned through it all is that that is what the enemy wants. Mm. Because when you come into the holiday season, a lot of people get into a, a more giving mode. Yeah. And, you know, God is love and love is giving. Love is sacrificial. Look what Christ did on the cross. He did that out of love, and that was a sacrifice. That was nothing more than a sacrifice for you and I to be able just to be able to get a glimpse of heaven, 
much less to get in the gates. He, you know, he had to atone for that out of sacrificial love. And, you know, people get in this giving giving mindset over the holidays, and there's nothing more than the enemy wants. And to ruin that or to turn it sour. Well, and but you also get into this worldly mode that is, you know, Christmas shopping. You know, you got to be at Black Friday and all this thing. And, man, that's just, you know, unfortunately, man, if – and it just drains so many people. You know, so many people go into debt because they got to have a good materialistic Christmas. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's that's not what the season's about. You know, we, you know, tie it to, you know, fir trees that have lights on them, you know, and we decorate our houses and put out nutcrackers and drink eggnog and make cookies. And, you know, ultimately we need to be speaking of the one that is to be coming, the one that is being born. And we forget that and – you know, we sit there and we think, you know, we get into self-pity mode, you know, because we just drove our debt higher. <laughs> so we just drove our debt higher. The kids are still going to act up and act, you know, ungrateful. You know, you're not going to be able to get your mother-in-law's size right when you buy her that shirt. So she's going to be a jerk to you, you know, but there's all these things and there's no peace in your world. It's nothing but wrath and war. You know, just stuff biting and battling each other. And that is what we get into. And, you know, if we really, really were smart, if we were great little Christians like we should be, we would take every minute to glorify God with how thankful we are for the year that has come and the year that that what we're celebrating in the time. But we get so head spun that we just we forget where we're at or where we're where we are and what we're doing. We forget what season we're in. If any of that made sense. No, it makes sense. And uh I you know, I'll take it a step further out of my my family's personal life. And at this point I'm going to offer a disclaimer that I'm gonna give you about the next ten seconds that if you've got kids in the car that are of Santa Claus age to uh stop this podcast and finish it later. So I'm gonna wait just a couple of seconds. Man, here. I don't, I don't have a beep button. I mean, so you know, what do I got? I don't know. What do you have? I mean, I mean, you've got all those new buttons. You know, you could always. No, I mean, I, I just, I don't have anything on that. Well, now that we've had time, I've, ho- I'm, I really do hope, and I'm serious that if you've got kids that you know you do the Santa Claus thing with, yeah, don't let Thrive be responsible. So for that. this is on me. This isn't. This isn't on Thrive. This is on Luke. Um. Celia and I, my wife and I, don't do Santa Claus with our kids. Mm. We don't do the Tooth Fairy. We don't do the Easter Bunny. We don't do, uh, was it the Cupid? We don't do any of that stuff with our kids. And I'll tell you why. We're not going to allow materialism to ruin what these holidays truly mean. Um, Our kids know about them. They know not to spoil it for other kids. Um, and they're very gracious about that. They don't. They entertain it. And when somebody gives them something and tells them, oh, it's from Santa, my, our kids know who it's from, but they say thank you. Yeah. But we, as a parent, you really have to watch lying to your kids. You really have to watch it. And I catch a lot of flack from people about this. Celia and I both do. Um, but it's just a stance that we agreed on, and it's where we are. Yeah. You know, we, we – I've had people say, 
let the kids be kids. Let them experience the Christmas magic of Santa. Well, if you hadn't pushed your idea of Santa on your kids, they'd never had it. We pushed the magic of Christ, his birth, his miraculous birth. Easter is the Christ, his crucifixion, and his miraculous Mm. resurrection exactly yeah. we push those true miracles on our kids because if you if you spend 10 12 years telling your kids that santa claus is real and easter bunny's real tooth fairy's real and then one day you all of a sudden snatch the rug out from under them nope they, they're lies or they yeah. find out about it on their own and then you say but you got to believe in jesus it's the same premise you're asking, we're asking our children to believe in something that they can't grasp with their hands. The only thing that they have is faith and hope of what they believe and they feel is true. Yeah. So we don't set that precedence with our kids. Now, if you do that with your kids, that's fine. That is absolutely fine. I don't condemn you of that. I just, I challenge you to do this. Think of it through Christ's eyes. Yeah. Is a sin a sin? Is a lie a lie? Um. When, when our kids, and we don't just go hog wild with our kids, we set a budget. Yeah, know, we've got yeah. a big family. We set a budget. Um, we're not going to bleed the credit cards dry because Lexi wants the latest, greatest LOL bus, <laughs> and Jadon wants the next hottest set of, you know, football shoulder I pads. I don't, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even have a, I don't even have a, credit card but we we just don't do that we give that we get them a few gifts they know that they're from us they know that we've worked hard to get them those gifts and they appreciate them they truly appreciate them and you know it, it's just it's something that, that that it's a touchy subject with people but unfortunately the enemy wants you to do all these things he absolutely wants you to build all this stuff up and hopes that one day it's going to keep your kids from coming to Christ. Yeah. It's going to keep your kids from following <clears throat> Christ. Well, you know, you know, this is the time of year <clears throat> where you have an opportunity to, if if you are in church and you are growing in the Spirit, you have an opportunity to sit down with your kids and, and do this thing and show them the gospel. A lot of people don't. You let Mickey Mouse do it off whatever, you know, cartoon. Yeah, you, Christmas carol. You throw it off, you know, on a cartoon or a Christmas show. That's that's not what we're supposed to do. If you cannot, if you have trouble explaining the gospel or explaining, you know, Christ's birth, just just take it verse by verse with them. You know, one of the best ways to explain exactly who Jesus is is go to first John, go to John, or go to Luke. Go to the first couple of chapters of Luke. Go to John and read oh, the first yeah. two verses. Mm-hmm. It's exactly who it is. Yeah, you know, and and you know, we we all you know we get flustered in this time of year. We get down in the dumps. We get upset, and I know we're talking about a lot of down in the dump things, but there's a lot of things to celebrate too. You know, we miss. You know, I tell you what really just kind of bugs me, and this is kind of my, this is what grinds my gears, sort of you know say. What grinds my you know what gears. grinds my gears. Um, so, you know, I get it that you went to a Christmas Eve special 
You went to a Christmas Eve service. Wonderful. You know, instead of posting about it, do something about do it. Do something about it. Be be intentional. And that's the one thing that we that's 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 the main goal. And I'll go ahead and put it out there. And, and Luke hadn't heard this yet. Um, but you know, when we when we put out, you know, this next year, 2023, for us, Thrive is intentionality. And and that is our goal to to speak and preach upon intentionality, to be intentional with your walk. No matter what you do, it doesn't matter anyway. But God wants need or wants us to be intentional and wants us to glorify him with intention. He doesn't want us to just haphazardly do it. That's not that's not going to do anything. The example that we lead and the example that we give in the world is not going to help if we're 50-50, if we're 80-20, it's 100 or nothing. That's right. It's It can't be any other way. you know. And the intentionality is intentionally pick up your Bible to intentionally have the Holy Spirit intentionally make you learn something that God's trying to intentionally show you to be a better Christian as you walk through life. Oh, yeah. Intentionally walk into Burger King and intentionally eat your Whopper and intentionally pray over your Whopper and pray for God to give you someone in your path. And when he does, be intentional. Go to it. Everything we do in this world, everything that we do when, from the moment, that we, even while we sleep, from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed, if you were to sit there and take a, 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 a quick rundown of your day, I guarantee you there is six hours of solid nothing. Oh, yeah. Easy. There is six hours of solid you've wasted a lot of time. What if we were intentional for six hours? What can you do with six hours a day, seven days a week? When, when we look at world, we see happenstance, and God sees circumstance. That we is, we see sorry you know we see things in a light that of confusion and chaos and God shows us providence and glory that is 2184 hours it's a bunch you could read books you can read the bible over and 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 over, and over again you can read these things imagine how much prayer goes into it yep. oh man you know, one of the things that I hear quite a bit is, you know, all of these holidays that we celebrate in the United States and a lot of places all over the world are pagan in nature. Well, that's true. But I also understand that my Bible tells me that what the enemy meant for destruction, that God changes the glory. So let, let's, let's, let's just pluck a few of them. You say, well, what does the Bible have to do with Valentine's Day? Well, if you doesn't, if you if if you if if you didn't have any of the story of Christ in the Bible to take love out of it, why don't you go read the Songs of Solomon? Go read about that. So then you say, well, what well, hold on, let's let's take hold on, let's take Christmas. You know, if if you really want to know how much those presents mean. Go read the fact. Go read Ecclesiastes. Oh yeah, vanity, vanity. Yeah, I mean it's all meaningless. Yeah. These things are meaningless. Well, if you take like Thanksgiving, well, what what scripture can you tie to Thanksgiving? Um, a, a lot of Psalms. Read all read all the the songs of Thanksgiving that oh. David 
Read 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 all the Thanksgiving songs that David well, wrote. You know it. It's amazing. You know how. Yeah, yeah. You look at David. David was impressive in his praise and worship to God. And you want to talk about a man who had some stuff to be down and gloomy and depressed? Over. Oh yeah. Oh man, David was a train wreck at times. Yeah. But you know, one of the other things I wanted to point out because you know you brought it up about this time of year and getting sad. This is from now until after Valentine's Day is the peak season for suicide. Yeah. Did you know that? It's the peak season. More people commit suicide between November 1st and March 1st than any other time of the year. You know, some people say but it's because of the holidays. Others are because it's, you know, the winter and, you know, it's darker and it's colder and it, whatever. The enemy is still reaping people. Now, I'm not saying that just because you commit suicide that you're automatically, you know, damned to hell. I don't believe that at all. But I do believe that a good majority of people that do commit suicide never knew Christ. Well, you know, once you get out of Christmas, I, I you know, Luke, you know this about me. I don't like the word resolution. No. So you get off in the New Year's and you do these New Year's resolutions. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. That's If you lose it, I'll find it. I guarantee you that. You know, I am going to the gym. I'm going to start writing a journal. I'm going to start doing this. Well, where where have they gone? Where's the resolutions gone? How long does it make? And this is the intentionality of our focus. It it, it, it lacks. We go about a month and new. Less than 90 days. You know, we start – you know, we start drifting. Oh, life just gets so busy. Yep. Oops, you know, I forgot. I'll pick it back up tomorrow. Or next year. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, tomorrow and tomorrow is six months later, and instead of losing 20, you've gained 35. You know, and, and, and things happen. Sickness happens. Family happens. It does happen. But how realistic were your goals? How realistic were your resolutions? You know, so when you pick up the Bible, let's – Let's say this. How realistic are you when you pick up the Bible? Oh, I'm going to read the Bible in a year. Why? Why? Yeah, why? Yeah, what is it going to prove that you can read the Bible in a year? Because I guarantee you one thing. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to get to Leviticus or Numbers, and you're going to fall asleep. Oh, yeah. You're, numbers and is and a your, survey. Your retention of, level is going to bottom yeah, So why? Why not say, okay, this year I'm going to focus on the Gospels. I'm going to study the Gospels. That's four books. That's right. You know how many times you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Or, hey, this year I'm going to focus on the pastoral epistles. Hammer down, baby. That's a good one. You know, I was just fixing to say, before you said that, I was thinking the same thing. Pick a book or two and commit yeah. to just studying them. I mean, look look what we're doing. Okay, we took the we take these little breaks, you know, where we have a one episode, you know, out of every, like, four you know, where we dive off into something like tonight. Now, I'll tell you this. If you were looking at us, we both have our Bibles open to Romans, and I have my notes sitting here. It just happened. Where yeah, this we, is 100%. So, so, you know, the thing is, is, you know, our goal is Romans. My goal is Romans, guys. I'm almost in chapter four with notes. I ain't stopping now. We have, we, I don't like to start something and stop something. It, it really bugs me, and I've done it, you know, and to a certain extent, you know, with, you know, where God has changed the direction. Um, you know, I like to finish what I do. It's kind of me. 
Um, but you know, it's just, we, we, we have to stop setting these lofty goals. You know, we have to stop setting these unrealistic goals. Oh yeah. Set the bar high, but don't set it so high you can't achieve it. I'm going to, I'm going to read, I'm going to, you know, if you really want to read the Bible, go get you a chronological Bible and do it that way. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't read it like this because you get jammed up when you start realizing that Psalms, half the Psalms are in first and second Samuel or first Samuel's like, like 50 of the Psalms, you know, Psalms and Proverbs start weaving in and out of each other. So, you know, you have these opportunities but also, when you set these goals and you start reading the Bible and you're like, man, I can't understand any of this. Okay, for one, start praying that God would bless you with the ability, the Holy Spirit would bless you with the ability to understand. Because if you continue to read, continue to read, continue to read, and you spend a whole year and you don't understand any of it, something may be wrong. Well, when I came back from Faith Walk, you know, I, I made it, I made it a, a point to, I, w- I would read over my Bible a little bit every morning, but I changed the way I did it. Mm. Um, the way that I was doing it was I'd just kind of thumb through the Bible, and when something caught my eye, I'd start reading about it. Yeah, You well, played roulette, Bible roulette. Yes, and it was okay. You know, I caught some pretty – there was a lot of aha moments in there. But now what I've started doing is picking something for a reason that is, it has been said in a sermon – Something that you and I have discussed. Well, I, I think it's I think it's funny because I've rubbed off on you. Don't be talking about that. I've rubbed off on you with the notes. Don't be, don't be talking about that. Don't so, be telling so, people my so secrets. I, I'm a note taker. I am probably the worst of the worst note takers. I, I am OCD about my note taking. Um, and I look over one Sunday after you got back, and I kind of look over, and Luke's got him a notebook, and he's hammering down. He's writing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, and I kind of wanted to cheer, but, you know. I, so what I'll do is, like, this past week I've been preparing to help our buddy Wesley Wood with our monthly Bible study, and I just study the same passage of Scripture all week. Mm. The same, I, I studied the same Genesis 3 all week long. Yeah, I just read over it and would pick a part of it. And studying it, dig a little deeper into this, and dig, and you will be surprised how much your scriptural retention will up when you you take six days out of the week and read the same passage of scripture every day. Well, you know what you know what's funny is what helps me is um you know I teach I teach second graders on Wednesday night, and man, it's just simple stuff. But it is you you will be like, oh man, I never even saw that piece of scripture like that. And it's simple like that. I mean, and, you know. I thought the, it was the crayons that you wrote it down with. Uh, well, my crayons are getting dull. I need a sharpener. <laughs> um, but it, it's, it's, there's, there's not a, there's not a, there's not a too simple of a way to do it. You know, don't make it more complicated than what it is. You know, if it, if it breaks it down for you to write the, you know, I tell you what, what, what was it, a couple years ago, three or four years ago, you know, I really didn't know how to retain scripture or, or note take it. So I've got a whole notebook at the house, Luke, and I'll show you one day because I don't think you've seen this one that I went through and I wrote every proverb. I've got every proverb written down and, and, and I, I, I note, I, 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 I took notes on it and all that sort of stuff. And it's still on my nightstand. It's still sitting there. Um, 
And it helped me to kind of walk through there. Now, I kind of fell off of that, but, you know, it's just little things. I mean. Well, I'll tell you what. I know a lot of the people that listen to us have small kids. You know, they got elementary age kids. You want to you wanna up your game on diving into the scripture? Start teaching them what you're learning. Yeah. Because not only do you have to keep in mind that Jesus himself said, hinder not the little children, that it would be better for you to tie a grinding stone around your neck and jump off in the ocean for you wow. to cause one of them to stumble. Um, but also, man, your kid's going to hold your feet to the fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, if you if you read them a passage about lying and they catch you talking to one of your buddies. Ooh, daddy. And, uh, say, hey, uh, didn't you uh, say something about we shouldn't be lying? And you say, oh, it's just a fishing story. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what mama called you the other day? <laughs> yeah. A hypocrite. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Now, yeah, but that will, I mean, that'll that'll hold your toes to the line doing that. So, you know, as we kind of close out, we, we do want to wish everybody a, a very happy Thanksgiving. It is a... A great time of year, you know, where we live in Alabama. It has been, I want to say it's colder than normal. It's, I think tomorrow is supposed to be the first day that we're supposed to be around normal. It's 60. And then like two days from now, we're supposed to be back in the deep freeze. And if we've got any friends north of Kentucky, please come get your weather out of my yard. Yeah. um, (laughs) So it's, um, it's a great time of year. It's an awesome time. You know, if you have family, enjoy them. Because you never know. Um, if you have family that is lost, take the opportunity. Um, the The one thing that we cannot do is waste opportunities to you know to to spread the gospel, to be disciples, and make disciples, and to hopefully um, reach those that are lost. Um, you know, we will be back next week, hopefully on the same schedule. Hopefully not Mondays, but hopefully back on Thursdays. Um, back in Romans. Put an um, asterisk by that, hopefully. We'll put an asterisk by it. Goodness gracious, I've hit the table like four times. You know, I can't hear it. Can't it hear is it. amazing. This thing is awesome. Um, but guys, no, it is we've got we've got some big plans this year. We, you know, we're not blowing up like, you know, crazy, but there's opportunities. There's been correspondence with some certain people that um is gonna be fun to be a part of with and and to have the opportunity to do some things that we probably never, if we were to look at, we'd probably be like, man, I didn't think we'd ever get to do that. Um, but it's going to be a great year. It's going to be an awesome year. Also, um, there is also probably going to be um, many episodes coming out in 2023. It's like um, many with an I or with an A? Many stones. Oh, okay. We call That's those, we call it, pebbles. we call slinging BBs. Pebbles. Slinging BBs. Um, so what we're going to do is, um, Luke doesn't read cause he can't see. Uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, I can't remember which one's the laughter button. I think it's that one. No, oh no, you're going to cheer my blindness. Oh man. What a so, um, now I'm a big reader. One of the things that we, that I'm just that, big that I suggested, uh, was, um, having these little mini 15 episode, 15 minute episodes where, you know, we kind of bring up, um, you know, a book that we've read, maybe, you know, a book that we touched base on and we kind of want to just promote it, you know, because it impacted us. And, you know, maybe it's a great resource or opportunity for you as a man 
to go reach out and it will help. Um, you know, so there'll be stuff like that. Um, we are going to be interviewing some folks. We've got some people on the line that are going to be, uh, we're going to spread them out so we can continue Romans, but, um, you know, just great opportunities, fun times, and I'm jacked up. Well, and I'm going to say this, my, my closing statement is going to be this, um, serious business. If, if, if the holidays are getting you down, one, know that you're not alone. You're, you're really not. Um, and two, know that you don't have to be alone. Uh, you can reach out to me. You can reach out to Andy. Um, if, if you need somebody physical, reach out to one of us. And I'll, I've, even if I don't know you, I'll find you somebody. I will find you somebody. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get you some help because it, it, can be, it can be a very lonely time. But with that in mind, know that Jesus will never leave you. Jesus will never forsake you. And if you feel like you don't have a friend in the world, you can find a friend in Christ right now, right this minute, wherever you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you're at in this world or your life, you can find a friend in Christ. The Bible says that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he is faithful to save you. And, you know, that there's, there's no, the same thing we say every week. There's no magic words. There's no special prayer. It can be, you know, that's between you and God. It can be as elaborate as you need it to be, or it can be just as simple as, Jesus, I need you. I need you, and he wants you. There's no better combination than, than you needing someone that wants you there. I would rather have someone that wants me there than someone who needs me there. And Jesus is that person. Um, so, you know, if, if you need counseling through that, again, reach out to me, reach out to Andy. We, we'll find you somebody. We'll find you a pastor. We'll find you, um, you know, somebody close by. Uh, you can look up on your phone if you don't go to a church somewhere. Look on your phone. Church is near me. Yeah. Um, and it's you're probably going to get the chicken restaurant too, so, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows to be a good Christian, you got to like chicken. I'm just kidding about that, but seriously. Um, but no, you know, find you a good church, man. Get connected, and then that lonely feeling will melt away. When yeah. you find the church that's home for you, you won't be alone anymore. Oh, yeah. So um, a couple things before we uh, pray out. <clears throat> um, December, what what day is it, Luke? The 18th? If I knew what you were talking about, I might get help. The play. The I think play. so. I think you're right. Hang on. Hang man, on, And if you don't get this right, Miss Darlene is going oh, to cut man. you. She's going to cut All right, you. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that. So December 17th and 18th, uh, December 17th, a Saturday at 6 p.m., um, and Sunday, December 18th at 10.30 a.m. and 6 p.m., um, is his name is Jesus, uh, Christmas drama at South Shelby Baptist Church. That's our home church. It is going to be um, a lot of fun. Um, I was in it last year. It was a lot of fun to put it together and see it and, and see it come to life. And uh, Miss Darlene has put a lot of effort into this. And uh, really it's excited. It's not a canned play. There is something that she wrote. No, it is great. Herself. It is um, it is amazing look of the life of Jesus. And and I'm telling you right now, if you 
have any if you don't have anything going on, come to it. It is free and it is fun. Again, there's that price that we like so much. Free ninety nine. Free ninety nine. All right. I've got one more thing because I just saw it over Facebook because I'm over here scanning. Um I can shout it out now. So um so my cousin, um my cousin is a pastor of a church in Brooklyn, New York. Um he has recently accepted the senior pastor role at Calvary Tuscaloosa, at Calvary Baptist in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, that's a pretty big church, so isn't it? His family's moving down there, so um I, he he's listened to it I think a couple times to the podcast. So um, shout out to my cousin Will. That's an awesome, awesome job. Get back home, get back south, and um, you know you are over closer to enemy territory. But um, it is a really, really cool opportunity for him and his family. Um, so that's pretty cool. That's got to be big news for his parents. So my aunt, my aunt, and my uncle. But um, but no, guys, we have um, just a bunch of cool things. If you get an opportunity to go. Um, find a church at a Christmas candlelight special on Christmas Eve. Do it. Do it. We're having a service here. Oh, at our we are having Christmas a service Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. Yep. So go. Go be a part of it. Um, and then, you know, uh, we shall be back next week, and we are going to be back in the Romans. So I'm going to pray us out, and then um, – we will end the episode, but uh, once I get through praying, I will give you the contact information again since it has changed, and then we'll finish it out. So let's go to Lord in prayer. Lord, uh, just thank you for everything that you do, everything that you have done, and everything that you will do for us. God, I pray that you would instill a boldness in us for this season that we can go and glorify and shout your name and, and preach your word to those that are, that are needing it those that you place in front of us, those instances and circumstances and situations where we have the opportunity to grow your kingdom, where we have the opportunity to present the gospel to someone that may be lost or someone that may be struggling or someone that may not be seeing you right now, that may be blinded by what the world is trying to do to them. God, we pray for those that are lost that are maybe listening to this, that that they see you, that they that they feel they know you're real, they know your presence, and they give in to you. Their whole life, their whole heart, their whole body, their whole soul, everything to you. And they continue to grow in you and that they just take the opportunity to um, glorify you in every way. <clears throat> I pray for those that are hurting in this season, that are um, dealing with maybe the first holidays without a family member, maybe the... Um, the first holiday after a divorce or or whatever it may be, maybe financially, health, whatever it may be, God, I just pray that um, those people are not afraid to speak up. Those people are not afraid to reach out and look for love and look for support and not be ashamed. Um, God, I thank you for the podcast. I thank you for uh, Luke and his involvement in this ministry, and I thank you for the opportunity to go out every day and just have a great friend to rely on the accountability to be a part of and i thank you for all those that are listening and i hope that we are safe and you keep us safe and as we go throughout our week and get ready for this holiday and that we get to spend time with our family and friends and um you know as we get ready for not only this holiday but the next one coming up which is christmas god i thank you so much for everything that you do it's in your name we pray amen so guys once again, um, Thrive Evangelistic Ministry is now t- changed. 
Dun, dun, dun. I don't have one of those, do I? I don't know. Oh, I don't. But, I, don't um, I don't get to touch the board. You don't get power. to touch the board. So I don't have that clearance. <laughs> so we are now the Thrive Ministry. And we own the domain. We just got to get, I got to build a website. But if you want to get in touch with us, um, if Luke ever activates his, it's Luke at thethriveministry.com. Or you can, you can contact me at Andy at thethriveministry.com. Or you can just touch base with us on Facebook. Now, cool thing about Facebook is we have a book now button. If you want to um, get us for an event, Get us for your men's event. Get Come let us speak to your men. Come meet with your men's pastor or your pastor about the men's ministry. Hit the book now button. Let's set a date up. Let's get it going. Don't hesitate. Be intentional in 2023. Trust me, if we can get to you, we are not going to charge you, most likely. Um, we're not rich men, but I guarantee you God's going to make a way. That's right. Um, and what we want to do is we want to glorify God by talking to the individuals that he's put in charge of the household that he's put in charge and instilled a level of charge. He, he's placed a level of authority into a man and a lot of men are not utilizing it. So this is the opportunity. So let us, let us come, let us be a part of uh, what we can do, what we can, you know, promote, how we can help y'all. Um, we can even just, I mean, if you just invite us down and say, Hey, we'd love you to come down and just pray with us. We'll be there. That's right. Um, so Luke and I will load up. I will push him out of the big jacked up truck I'm in, and then some of y'all will have to pick him up and put him in there. It's a it's a controlled fall. <laughs> it's I mean, a controlled fall. And I'll just go on and tell you, <clears throat> I can be bribed with food. Oh yeah, Luke, I mean, Luke can eat. I mean, nah, nah, dude, now nah, come on, coming from you, Mister Seven Quesadillas, a pound of chicken and all the sweet tea you, you can give me. Do, that's an actual order that I do, heard come out of your do, do you know what I hear when I when I see the Thanksgiving here, stuff in the dressing? Here it comes. That's right. It is. It is amazing. That's right. Um. So, like I said, guys, we we want to be involved in what your men's group is doing. That is that is the ultimate thing. I mean, if you think I'm if you think I'm telling a fib, ask Luke. I search you down. I will go crash your party, and we've done it. Yeah, they're several like, times. They're like, "Who? How'd you get here?" Yeah, well, we can't so talk I about. Snuck that in the real. back door. I paid, and and then and then won a, and then won a Bible. I paid off the little lady that runs the kitchen, <laughs> and then managed to win a door prize. And then managed to win a door prize. <laughs> hey, that Bible I opened that the other day. Uh, it's 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 sitting on the bookshelf in the office. That's so. so funny. Um, but no, guys. Uh, it's look. Don't don't hesitate. Uh, if you're a men's pastor or, or men's minister, or you're leading the men's ministry. Um, be intentional with what you're doing with your guys. Make sure that they, what you're doing is um, thought out and prayed on, prayed up, and put place God in control, and it's going to work. So, all right, guys. Well, y'all have a great, great, great week. Thanksgiving. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And. You know, do not, do not commit a sin watching the Iron Bowl on Saturday. Don't do it. I don't even think I'm going to watch it. I probably won't either. I I think I'm going to play golf, so. I think I may go hunting. Well, guys, um, we are blessed to have y'all, and we're just blessed to be a part of this, and y'all have a great and wonderful Thanksgiving, and thrive on.